Welcome to the Live From Rest podcast. This is season two, episode five, and I'm joined today by special guest, Barry Adams, and together we look at knowing God as Father. I'm Steve Smith, your host and the author of the Live From Rest Christian Meditation app. We created the Live From Rest app because we needed it, and we think you might need it too. You can download Live From Rest from the App Store and Google Play. The app and all its content is completely free, a gift to the people of God. It really is a privilege for me to have Barry Adams on this podcast. Barry is the author of The Father's Love Letter, which is a wonderful resource that's been listened to, read, and loved by millions of people around the world. Barry lives in Canada, and I was so grateful to be able to interview him a couple of days ago over Zoom. I'm also very grateful that Barry has allowed us to include the Father's Love Letter on the Live From Rest app. So, let's hear from Barry. Well, Barry, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Welcome. Oh, it's it's my pleasure to be with you, Steve. So, Barry, you have really blessed our family. We met, and I can't. We were trying to work out how long ago it was. It was quite a few years ago that we did uh, one of your father's schools in Toronto. That was a massive blessing to us. We have also really enjoyed recordings from your website. We've listened to them repeatedly ourselves. We've shared them repeatedly. And we have loved the Father's Love Letter, which you authored. My wife has um, used that so many times when she's done presentations and and so on. So, so many people have have heard that through us. Thank you so much for the way you've gifted the church with those things. Well, thank you. And thank you for sharing it because uh, for me, you know, it's kind of gotten out of hand and (laughs) and traveled the world, but the ones who are the, in my mind, the heroes are the ones that continually share it uh, in different places. So thank you and your wife for doing that for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thank you. We are honestly, I'm really excited to now have your recording on Live From Rest. So as you know, we're all about promoting rest. and And I think a big aspect of being rested is is knowing your identity, knowing who you are in God. So thank you so much for letting us use the Father's Love Letter on our app. Well, you're very welcome. And and, and I just want to comment about your app because it uh, I had the, the privilege of, of downloading it and, and uh-huh. using it uh, in the last week. And it's just amazing. And and I it, it just it just brings such a sense of peace and, and, and a sense of stillness to to uh, our hearts, and I and I just I, I just I couldn't agree more with you that you know we we live in a world where we are so um, anxious and and it's difficult to rest. You know, mm-hmm. even when we go on holidays, we have to justify to our friends when we get home how busy we were on our holiday. Mm-hmm. And and I I really believe that the more that we all can receive uh, the love of God. Um, in the very core of our being, loving us and and just affirming that we are okay without anything that we have to do to earn or deserve the Father's love, the more that that we will have that ability mm. to still our hearts. And so, uh, you know, your app is 
is an amazing tool just to, to help focus us. Because one of the things, Steve, that I, in my own journey, uh, and I've been walking in this revelation for close to 22 years now, is, is that I forget. Mm-hmm. I, I forget. I forget who I am. Uh, I can get caught up in, in, in the world system. I can get caught up in performance and, and anxiety. And, and then I have to, it's when I remember who I am and remember that I'm loved. Remember that I have a, a father in heaven who is for me and mm-hmm. he has promised to provide for me and protect me and to care for me and, and my future is secure in his, in his care. It's like when I remember that, Mm-hmm. Then I, just like the prodigal son who had turned towards home, you know, I head towards home again. I had, and so sometimes, you know, and I, when I say you forget and, and I leave, it's not like you leave in and, and do the things the prodigal son did, but you just kind of feel that you, you're left to your own devices. And, and so, um, I just believe any, any tool that any of us can have that can, help us to be reminded that we're loved and reminded yeah. in that stillness. And the father's love letter is, you know, it, it wasn't this great design. I, I created it as a sermon illustration back in 1999 uh, in response to an experience of uh, dis- discovering in a deeper level that God was a father to me. He, mm-hmm. he, he wasn't just a father over all of humanity, you know, like the, the one, there was one God and father of us all who is over all and in all and through all, as it says in Ephesians, but he was my father. And, uh, and that came, that revelation came to me, Steve, 22 years after being born again and having a revelation of Jesus as my savior and a revelation of the, the third person of the Trinity, the Holy spirit. And, uh, but 22 years later, when I came into this revelation of God as my father, the first person in the Trinity, it was like I had, uh, I could see from Genesis to Revelation, this narrative of the father who lost his children in the garden and a son who came to get his back. And, and, and it was, that was the impetus for me to ask God in prayer if I could get some of these scriptures that speak of his love from Genesis to Revelation into one stream of thought. And it, was, it wasn't like a booming voice, but in my heart, I felt... I heard him say, if you put some of these scriptures in the right order, they'll form a love letter for me to the world. So that's what mm-hmm. I did back in 1999. Wow. And it was just for my home church. I, I, there was no grandiose design or s- strategy to put it on the internet, but uh, it so affected uh, our local congregation after I played it. Uh, one one little girl ran into her mom's arms and she didn't have a, a relationship uh, uh, with her earthly father. And she was crying and her, her mom asked her, what what's wrong? And she said, I, I didn't think I had a dad. Mm. But when I was watching this video, God spoke to me and he said, he is my father. Wow. That's lovely. Yeah. yeah that That's very significant because I think the relationship that we have or don't have with our earthly dad can be a real issue, can't it, in how we perceive God as father? Absolutely. It's it's one of the, the things that, you know, when we see Jesus, we can read about Jesus in the gospels He's safe. He's a friend of sinners. He, you know, we, we can put human form to him. He, he was fully God, but he was fully man. And, and so in that sense, he is our savior and our Lord and he's safe. And the Holy Spirit is safe because the Holy Spirit is called the comforter and our counselor and our helper. But when you put the name father on the first person of the Trinity, every person on planet earth has had a father, a mm-hmm. biological father, whether they've known their biological father or not, they have had one. And, and that has shaped our idea of what a father is. So when we begin to understand that God is a father to us, 
uh, our default settings is the father we had or didn't have in our life. Mm. And so oftentimes people struggle to come into a deeper revelation of God as father because of the wounding and the Mm. disappointment that they've had uh, growing up with their, their earthly parental relationships. Yeah. What would you say are the key ways in which we need to deal with that wounding? You know, whether it's may have been mild for some people and for some, you know, the father who's just very busy. Um, and some for some people that wounding can be quite severe. They've been abused or neglected. Briefly, how 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 do we deal with that wounding so that we can really get that out of the way? Well, I think it's a very good question, and I, I think one of the, the struggles that we have is oftentimes we have a theology of God as Father, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't have an, an encounter with His love. And so if we don't understand that Jesus actually came to bring His home to His Father, in John fourteen six, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If we kind of think, well, uh, you know, God is running the universe and, and we make these assumptions about his nature, not even, you know, kind of not even knowing we're making those assumptions. And, you know, and oftentimes we just make uh, kind of apply to God's nature, the nature of our own parents, uh, our own fathers, especially if we, if we don't realize that we need a father's love, if we don't realize that there is a tendency for us to make assumptions about his character that aren't true, mm. then we can just go on in life not even looking to experience his love. Mm. So I, so for me, the, um, the, the one thing that I encourage people is to ask God to just start to dismantle the misconceptions mm. that you have of what a father's like. And, and that, you know, and oftentimes with that, sometimes that does take us, um, bringing us to a place where we need to face the pain mm-hmm. uh, and the disappointment that we had. And I don't mean going into, you know, going back into all our, our, our life experiences, but even just the, the deficit that we have. And one of the things that I, I believe is, is we've heard from thousands of people around the world, millions of people have visited our websites uh, from around the world and almost every ethnicity mm. at one point or another. The love letters in over 115 languages now. And um, I, I truly believe there's a cry of the human heart that after Jesus said John 14, in John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. In verse 8, his, his disciples, Thomas and Philip, are talking to them, and they say, show us the Father, mm. and it will be enough. And I truly believe, Steve, that that is the cry of the human heart, that mm-hmm. you and I were created to be fathered by God. We were created to experience love. We were created to know that we belong to him, that, he, that our life makes him smile, that we have a sense of purpose and destiny in his care, that he has created good works in advance for each and every one of us to do because we are his workmanship. Ephesians Mm 2.10, the New Living Translation says we are his masterpiece. And so the more that we believe that Jesus came to planet Earth 2,000 years ago to die and to rise from the dead and to uh, make a way so that we could be born into the kingdom of God where God becomes our true father. When we begin to understand that that is the actual core of the gospel message, I believe that we can do as Philip and Thomas did to Jesus when he said, show us the Father, when they said, show us the Father, and it will be enough. And I love Jesus' answer in verse 9 of John 14. He says, 
if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Yeah. So my encouragement to anybody who is listening to this podcast, if you struggle to know what God is like in any way, shape, or form, that you would just ask Jesus to show you the Father, yes. that you would look at the, the life of Jesus through the lens that he was the exact representation of his being. In Colossians 1, it says that he was the image of the invisible God. Mm. And, uh, and that everything that Jesus did, every time he picked up a baby to bless them, every, every sinner he forgave, every, every um, disease that he healed, he was just manifesting his father yeah. to, to, to you and I. So. Sure. I know it's really helped me. And, and when my wife teaches, we, we just really focus on that, that, that verse that Jesus um, demonstrates the father's love, doesn't he? Yes. There's there's a concept that that um, a lot of people are familiar with that it's that it's possible for us to maybe say that we're children of God, God is my Father, but we actually live as orphans. I guess that's something that you refer to. Yes, and in John 14, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he's he um, uh, he's preparing them uh, for his 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 de upcoming death on the cross, and he says uh, he makes a very um, interesting statement. He says, I will not leave you as orphans. Mm. I will come to you. And the one of the things that I really believe is that there is a cry in the human heart to be fathered. But if we're not aware of that cry, then we will live as if we are fatherless in the mm. sense because we are living apart from being the the, the enjoying it's not that we're not fathered by god but we're we're living from a, a place of trying to manage life on our own and you know jesus said in matthew 6 he said uh, when he talked about um worry and anxiety he said take no thought for your life what you shall eat what you shall drink where you shall live isn't life more important than these things and he says consider the birds of the air they neither sow nor reap nor store in the barns yet your father feeds them then he says mm -hmm. Are you not of much more value than they? Yeah. And the more that you and I know in our, our our heart that we are not orphans, we are not fatherless. It's you know God didn't take you and I out of an orphanage and then adopt us kind of impersonally into His home. He actually through the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we became born again, where God became mm -hmm. our true Father. Yeah. It says in First John three that His seed. And the, the, the Greek word for seed is sperma. His seed remains in us. And so uh, I truly believe that this Christian life that we're living on planet Earth, you know, this side of heaven is learning to be sons and daughters from our hearts to Almighty God. And that is that that what I say is I have orphan tendencies. I have yeah. orphan ways that are remnant from a, a, an orphan world system. And, and every day the father's loving the orphan right out of me so that I know that I am his legitimate son. I am not illegitimate. Mm. I am a son of Yahweh. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. I feel like the, the essence of being a Christian is to discover that you're a child, you're a son or a daughter of God. And it's sad, isn't it? Because you said, I think, I think I heard you say that you you were what you were twenty years a Christian before you got that revelation, and I think it must have been something fairly similar for me. And yeah, absolutely, we all still have orphan tendencies, but it is so good to find the journey into sonship or daughtership. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, 
Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, when you think of what Jesus said, when he, he rose from the dead, John 20, verse 17, this is the resurrection message. He bumps into Mary in the garden. And then this is the first message after he rose from the dead. In, in verse 17 of John 20, he says, go tell my brothers that I'm returning to my God and your God, to my father and your father. Yeah, it's lovely. Lovely, revela wonderful revelation. Well, Barry, I am so grateful that you have joined us today. And I'm also really grateful that you have said that you will uh, do a webinar. We haven't fixed a date yet, but but we'll we'll plan a webinar sometime, shall we, for those that want to hear more. To, to... Absolutely. And of course, tell, tell us, you've got. For, in the meantime, there are plenty of resources on the internet. Father Heart. Yeah, fatherheart.tv. Like, fatherheart.tv is the kind of the, the hosting place for all of our teaching, all of our inspirational resources, and it's all free. So yeah, yeah nice. enjoy. It's a wonderful gift. And I think a great way to um, finish would be to play the Father Father's Love Letter. It's, it's, I'm, I'm sure that whoever's listening to this is going to be blessed by what you're about to hear. Maybe, Barry, you could just close in prayer for us and then we'll go into the into a recording of the Father's Love Letter. Thank you for having me, Steve, and it's my joy. So Father, thank you for every son or daughter that is listening to this broadcast. Father, we pray that, that we would all go deeper into the ocean of your affection for us every day because your, nurse, your mercies are new every morning. And Father, I just pray even now that by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would give us power to grasp how deep and how wide and how long and how high your love is and that we might be filled to the full measure of the fullness of God in Christ. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. 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 Thank you, Barry. Thank you. My child, you may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up. I am familiar with all your ways. Even the very hairs on your head are numbered, for you were made in my image. In me you live and move and have your being, for you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake, for all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you. 
simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could, for I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand, for I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand on the seashore and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart, for it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine, for I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my Son, Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me, and nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father, and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I am waiting for you. Love, your dad, Almighty God.